the third win against the top ten, and the Orange had them all the way. They didn't look into your heart. They didn't look into your heart. They didn't look into my heart. Three for the win battle. Bang! Boom! As the Orange do it again, the cardiac juice comes through on the road one more time. This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Seth Goldberg. Good afternoon, everyone. Glad to have you with us alongside Seth Goldberg. I'm Stephen Fonte. It's a Wednesday edition of Orange Nation. We are brought to you in part by Duntire. 315-437-7644 is the number if you'd like to get involved. Just two guests lined up for you today. We will talk with Coach Q, Quentin Hillsman at 1215 as we do every Wednesday. And then coming up in hour number two, Stephen Weissman will join us. Uh, He covers NC State basketball for the News Observer and for the Herald Sun down in North Carolina. He'll fill us in on the Wolfpack. He's uh, on his way here as we speak. So as he uh, gets off the plane at Hancock, we'll uh, catch up with Stephen Weissman as we preview Syracuse and NC State tonight. Hope your Valentine's Day is off to a good start. We're going to jump right in uh, with SU basketball. And Seth, if I said to you, that this is the most important single game remaining on the rest of the schedule for Syracuse, your response would be what? Um. Wow, that's a good question. That is a good way to start because you did not tell me this before we came on the air. Um, I would say yes because it is far and away the easiest game left. And that's not a slight at NC State, an NC State team that has a very good-looking resume that's got a bunch of top uh, you know, quadrant one wins, a team that, you know, has has built, I think, a, a pretty solid NCAA tournament to above average NCAA tournament resume for a bubble team to this point. Uh, that's not a slight at them. It, I think it really just goes to show what's left because Boston College, even on the road, uh, is going to be a difficult game. Um, obviously, outside of Boston College, you've got UNC, Miami, Duke, Clemson uh, coming up on the docket. Uh, uh, yeah, I think this is the, the easiest game left, given that it's on your home court and given who you're playing. So, yeah, I would agree with that. It is the most important. You've got to get the win uh, because it's the easiest game and it's your best opportunity for a win the rest of the way. I mean, uh, you could say, hey, you got to beat Boston College, and yeah, I, I think so. You know, get a win at Boston College and that'll help as well, but look at what they did last night at Pittsburgh, right? They They were down how many points? They were down 16 at one point in the first half. And they came back to win. Um, you know that that Boston College team is a pretty good team. So, I, I yeah, I would agree with that. I think this is an important game. I think Syracuse has to win tonight, given what's left ahead of them. And again, I'm in no way suggesting if they win this one, everything's going to be okay. We know that they need more wins, but on face value, in terms of just the if you take each game individually, to me, this feels like the most important game the rest of the way. That. You know, Miami, Carolina, Duke, Clemson. You don't expect them necessarily to to win those games. You think they can, and they will need to win a couple more games down the stretch, no doubt. You know, I, I talked with Jerry McNamara last night on the Jerry McNamara show. You know, I asked him if there's a number. He didn't want to give a number, and I and I understand that. But he said, you know what, we'd feel pretty good at ten and eight. You know, ten and eight last year didn't get in, but we didn't have the non conference resume. Well, and 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 ten and eight last year included losses to Boston College and right. a loss in non conference. Conference to Georgetown and a loss in non-conference to St. John's, which they don't have this year, right? So I think uh, not all ten and eights, not all nine and nines are created equal. You know, ten and eight last year is great, and you got three good wins, but you had three terrible losses. And uh, you know, I think that might be an exercise for tomorrow uh, of building a, a quadrant sheet of what Syracuse would have looked like last year and, and what that would have looked like because they they had wins in quadrant one, one right? They they went they got legitimate good wins. 
against Virginia, against Duke, against Florida State. But they had some really bad losses. And, and this year, when we look at what they've got, they don't have those bad losses, right? They don't have losses below the cut line, with the exception of that Georgia Tech game. Uh, maybe that Notre Dame game, it's kind of flipping back and forth between two and three. Um you know, I, I think that this year would be a little different. They might they might be able to get in if, if they get to nine. And his point was it's not an exact science, and you never right. know for sure if you've done enough to make it into the NCAA tournament. But I think this team would feel very good at, at 10 and 8, which means they've got to go 4 and 2 down the stretch here. So I know they need more wins, but on face value, this feels like the most important game. You said it's the easiest one, and I know you you don't mean it's going to be easy, but you mean it's it's easier compared to what's coming up because the schedule's about yes. to get a lot more difficult. And yes, BC is a different team at home and uh, you know, beat Duke at home, we all know that, and and it's a road game. This one's at home. This one is against a team that is on the bubble just like you are. Um you know, you get a win tonight, you're above 500 in conference play. You're tied for seventh with Miami in the ACC standings. You lose this game, you're in a tie for, for ninth, which which means you're tied for 11th, right? It's, right? it's ninth, 10th, and 11th. You're in a three-way tie with Florida State and Boston College at 6-7 and seven in conference play. And again, now you've got some work to do. Now you've got to make up this game somewhere else, much like they have to make up that loss at, at Wake Forest. And, and maybe they did with the win at Louisville. But this feels like the most important single game remaining on the schedule. And then you can kind of pick from the rest, right? Give me two more. Give me three more from the rest. And it doesn't matter which ones they are. Just give me two or three more. I I feel like they really need this one tonight, though, because if they don't, in my opinion, they're going to have to do something extra to make up for it. Maybe get an extra win because NC State's going to be squarely on the bubble. Uh, A lot of people have NC State in the tournament right now, and it's hard to argue with that given their, their quality wins. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. I, I think that this is a game that you've got to have uh, for those reasons. Because they're on the bubble, because you're fighting with them for a spot, uh, because, you know, you need wins, right? End of the day, you need wins. Uh, right now, bracket matrix, the 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 average, the combined of all the brackets that are out there, all the bracketology stuff that's out there, has Syracuse as an 11, one of the last teams in, the third-to-last team in as an at-large team, uh, and has North Carolina State as the first team out. You know, so it's it's that close right now if you're looking at uh, how the bracketologists across the country look at this. So, yeah, I, I think this is a big game for that reason, too. Show that you've got a win ahead of them. Finish ahead of this NC State team in the standings. Uh, you know, get get a leg up on NC State. Now, does that matter at the end of the day? I don't know. I don't really think so, right? Like, I don't think conference standing is something that the committee looks at, looks at much, much like margin of victory. Like, do people look at margin of victory when they're figuring out who should be in the tournament? I don't think they do. Um, I'm pretty sure they don't. And, and so, does it matter? No. Is it good to have a win over a team that's also borderline in the tournament? Yes. Remember, we talked about that a lot Um in the non-conference schedule. It's great to get a win over Buffalo because, hey, they might be there. You know, they could win their conference championship. It would be great to get a, uh, a win over Bonaventure because they could be their conference champion, uh, you know, and so on and so on. I think that that kind of stuff is important because you want to beat teams that are in the tournament field. And you say, does it really matter at the end of the day? Does the committee look at, at conference standings? Maybe not, but there are only so many spots to go around. And I know we talk every year about, well, how many teams are the ACC going to get in? Is it going to be eight? Is it going to be nine? You know, is it going to be seven? Um, there are only so many spots to go around. And if if you are squarely on the bubble with another team in your conference and you finish 
in a similar spot in the conference standings, and you happen to play head-to-head, I got to think that 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 is taken into consideration. Now, is it the deciding factor? No. Um, Does it give you a potential leg up if you're splitting hairs? I think it's got to help. I mean, it certainly doesn't hurt. Right. Let's put it that way. No, and because it's it's a win on your ledger and a loss on theirs. So, you know, it's it certainly doesn't hurt you uh, if you were to win this game. I, I just, I don't know that the committee is necessarily sitting there saying, well, you know, Syracuse finished seventh, NC State finished ninth. You know, if, if they're going to look at the resume and they're going to say, well, you know, it, NC State had that big win over, you know, Arizona in the non-conference. They beat Duke. They beat UNC. Uh, they they did a lot of really good stuff. They beat Clemson, and and you know if Syracuse doesn't have another win in this top quadrant or only has one more, and they've got half as many as NC State, I just I don't know how that's going to balance itself out. So to be safe, win today, win another one, and uh, you know win today, win Saturday at Miami, and win next week against Boston College, and then you're probably safe. Like you're probably is, good. Right. This is my point. If Syracuse ends up nine and nine or a, a shade ahead of NC State in the conference standings. It, they're going to have at least three quadrant one wins. They've got yes. Louisville, and then they would have to get two more. Yes, I mean again, BC's teetering. Well, Miami definitely would be. The the rest are all quadrant one. BC if BC is... hangs in the top seventy five, yeah, but NC State's not. I'm saying after tonight, right? To get to nine and nine, you would tonight would be seven, right? Two more would be nine, yes. So you would have two more quadrant yes. wins. You've already beaten Louisville, theory. so that's three. NC State's only got four, and I say sure. only, but you know they they came in earlier, and the committee looks at you know the the entire resume, and I get that. But NC State would have four quadrant one wins. Syracuse would have at least three. Again, maybe more if they get to nine and nine. Certainly, if they got to ten and eight, you would expect them to have at least four. It's interesting to point out uh, real time RPI. They project out the you know, and I know there's other computer formulas that project yeah. out the rest of the season. They've got Syracuse going three and three the rest of the way, beating NC State, beating North Carolina, beating Clemson, losing to Miami, Duke, and and BC. So winning the rest of the home games, losing the rest of the road games, finishing nine and nine, twenty and eleven overall. Do they need another road win? I know, and I only I only bring this up because of how much we had talked about it last year, and because of how much we had talked about it preseason. But UConn on a neutral court, Georgetown in a true road game, Pitt in a true road game, Louisville in a true you road got four. game. Is that enough? And I think I think it might be. You beat three teams in true road games, and I don't care how bad Pittsburgh is. Pittsburgh right now has the worst RPI out of any Power Five school. Uh, but you went and you beat a Power Five school on the road. You beat Georgetown on the road. Georgetown's not very good. Uh, but hey, they beat Butler last night. You know, and and if Georgetown didn't schedule uh, Bishop Ludden in their non-conference, then they might be a tournament team. So, like, I I don't know, you know, I, I don't know how to really mesh those two ideas. Um, and, and then you beat Louisville, a pretty good Louisville team on the road. So I I don't know. Um, is that enough? Do you want to get one more just to make it easy? Yeah, you want to get uh, one more. Like I, mean, I, I don't know if you need one more, but sure, you want right. to get one more. Uh, you know, I, I'm just not sure, you know, if four is enough, given that we were sitting here last year and we were like, well, they've got those good wins. Maybe that balances out the bad losses. And I was like, oh, surprise, no, you don't have any wins away. And don't forget, you've got the three true road games, but you'll have an opportunity to get a, in Brooklyn. a, a win away from yeah. home down in Brooklyn in the ACC tournament. We'll certainly get uh, back to this as the show moves along, but we got to take a timeout. Quentin Hillsman joins us next as we talk some SU women's basketball. We're just getting started on a Wednesday edition of Orange Nation. Back after this on ESPN Radio. Yes! Off the glass and in! John Gillen is 
third win against the top ten, and the Orange had them all the way. They didn't look into your heart. They didn't look into your heart. They didn't look into my heart. Three for the win battle. Bang! Boom! And the Orange do it again. The cardiac juice comes through on the road one more time. This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Seth Goldberg. Hour number two of Orange Nation underway on ESPN Radio. We are brought to you in part by Charles Heating and Air, and we do have word that Stephen Weissman has landed in Syracuse, so we'll uh, talk with him in about a half hour from now. He covers NC State basketball for the Herald Sun and for the News Observer down in North Carolina. But up until then, full lines open at 315-437-7644. It goes without saying... Big game tonight inside the Carrier Dome. If you want to debate whether or not it's the biggest game, I mean, we can certainly do that. I think it's the the single most important game down the stretch the rest of the season. Doesn't mean that if it's, they win tonight, all is well. They need more wins. I just I I think if they lose tonight, I think it's going to be awfully difficult to to make up that ground and and to get back to not only where they want to be but where they need to be to put themselves you know in the conversation heading down to Brooklyn. I tend to agree with you, but is it a cop-out to use the coach speak of it's the most important because it's the next one, and at this point we just got to win games? I mean, it's not a cop-out. I mean, that is true. Like, um, like at this point, I they've think... just got to win three or four of their remaining six, and I don't really care which which three or four they are. Uh, I just think that tonight's the easiest of the six remaining because it's at home, uh, you know, and because of the, the team that it is against. So uh, win three or four... I don't care which three or four, uh, but this seems to be one of the better opportunities, the best opportunity in my mind to get one of those wins. And and with that in mind, nice segue, Seth. Uh, we've got our producer, Max Burgandy, here. He, he's staying with us uh, following the update. Uh, you've got a few questions you want to ask us, including an SU basketball-related question that, that kind of goes with what Seth was just talking about. Yeah, so if you trade an SU loss tonight, would you be okay with that if they win next Wednesday against, against UNC? Yes. Would you take yes. a lo- would you trade a loss tonight for a UNC yes. upset? Yes. So like I would. If you're asking if you can only have one of if them. If you can only have one. I would take a win over UNC. Carolina yeah. is obviously it's better because it helps your resume. Carolina's top 10 right now in the RPI. But a home loss to NC State. It wouldn't is kinda... hurt you that much. It's a quadrant 2 loss. The the place it would hurt you as we've said through the first hour of the show is you would lose to a team that's also on the bubble and Instead of you getting an extra leg up on them and pushing them down a notch, they're doing that to you. And if for whatever reason it comes down to, you know, hey, these two are really, really close. Oh, look, NC State beat Syracuse. You know, I don't in I don't, the dome, right? In the dome. I'm not, here, here's the th- here's the interesting thing about that. I'm not sure how much credit Syracuse will get in 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 this tiebreaker scenario you're talking about for, for being NC State in the dome. But if you're NC State, I I gotta think that that. Right. Improves your case if you could say, yeah, they played head to head, and NC State won there. That's a quadrant one win for for NC State, right? And they would have five then. Can you and believe Syracuse that? would still Syracuse, have one. Syracuse in the dome is a quadrant one game. It's different. This it's weird. this whole line of thinking yeah. is different. It's um, weird. If you're telling me, Max, you can only have one. Yes, you would take North Carolina because it's the better win. And and to Seth's point, NC State losing to NC State's not going to kill you. They're considered an NCAA tournament team right now. Um, is is winning them both an option? Because that's the option I would <laughs> sign up for if I yeah. if I was an SU fan. Because again, you know, how do they get to nine? How do they get three more wins? The easiest path is to win the ones at home. Well, and North about, Carolina is at home. What about this one? Two losses 
to so a loss to NC State, and we'll say a close loss to UNC, but then you go to win at Cameron. Does that equal out as? But again, as that the same? is that is knocking out two of your three chances at home. You've got like I don't think you get in if you only win two games down the stretch. Like I, you've got I I think you've well, got to get three. So get three somehow or get four somehow. Whether that means you beat UNC and you beat Duke and you figure out the third win is you know at Boston College. Or you know you 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 win your three home games. I, I don't know. I think you've just got to get the three. What like if get they, to three or four? Like that's the baseline, right? What if they beat Carolina and Duke and lose the rest? I don't think that's enough. I was just thinking the same thing. You're not at twenty and you're or sub five hundred in league, or and, Duke and Clemson, and then they lose. If Clemson the rest. is the second best team in the conference, they would have three top quadrant wins. Two of them on the road. Two of them on the road. But then couldn't you? I don't know. Also argue it. Comes down to how they do in the ACC tournament, if, right? If then they you, if they win then those two and lose the rest, you probably to get have some to, stuff done. You, you probably have work to do going to Brooklyn. Is then. there a scenario? Obviously, there's a scenario, but where yeah, do you draw? Out. Well, no, 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 no. That's not what I was going to ask. Oh. Is there a, a line that you can draw where you feel like Syracuse, if they do this, the re- remaining six games, they go to Brooklyn, not needing to worry? Yeah, win out. No, I, obviously, <laughs> but it, it's not is, realistic. Is that the line? I, I don't think that's the line. Five wins. Five wins and you're feeling good. You don't think four? You no. don't think four and two, depending no. on who those wins are against, d- uh, gets it done? If you're telling me the four are, what if you North Carolina, Duke, Clemson, and Miami? Any of the other three? Two of them on the road, all quadrant one. Maybe you'd have five quadrant one. That might, you'd have that, three of them on the road. That's probably enough. That's what I'm asking you. That's See, probably enough. You gave me the snarky answer. That like that. I I know if they win out, they're good. I'm saying, what's the line? Is that that maybe that's the line? I think, four if you get the right four. Yeah. If your four are tonight, Miami, BC, and right. then one of the two at home, then you're probably not like locked in. All right. I think we're on the same page with that. I would I I'd agree with that too. I mean, this is we've been talking about this stretch of games for two months now. But again, but again, when's the last time Syracuse has won more than two games in the final six? You know? You, Do you want me to you look? said twenty twelve. I think it's well, twenty twelve. Do you want me to look? Like I'm fairly certain it's that 2012 team that you mentioned. Well, Max asks you another question. Yeah, I will I will look it. that up. So th- 4 and 2 in the final 6. You want to know the last time they did that? Sure. All right, Seth, I'll give you a uh, a timely Yankees one considering okay. he just went on a tirade yesterday. A uh, tirade? I was just excited to talk about baseball. <laughs> Who would, would make a better tirade. dinner party guest, Goose Gossage or Bob Knight? <laughs> uh wow. That is that is loaded, and you can bolt the chairs to the floor so you can't. You so I don't. Throw so anything. I don't get thrown. Yeah. Uh, wow. Do you have is... a problem with what Goose Gossage has yeah, said? Yeah, get mean, over yourself. Yeah. yeah, get over yourself. You. He's crazy. You, the funny. He's like losing his mind. He is. The funniest part to me is that he's now met, he's now like shot off and, and like gone off in in multiple consecutive spring trainings. Right, like he did it. He did uh, it last couple, year too. Well, two two years ago he and did, then, and then he do last it during year during the season last year. Yeah, so he's done it multiple times, and now he found out that's why he wasn't invited back to spring training. Like, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not invited back to spring training. Let's go talking to reporters again and and do the thing that got me not invited to spring training." I don't get it. And somebody actually pointed this out. I thought it was really funny. He made fun of the the stat nerds, right? And he was like, oh, Brian Cashman's followed around by eight people with calculators, and if he stops walking, they yeah. all bump into each other. Uh, 
his career is more appreciated if you're an analytics person than if you're just like old school looking at these boring numbers. So I just find that all very funny. Especially since analytics have proven to work. And yeah, now and, and like his career, his career, he's he's very light on saves because you weren't chasing saves like you would be now. Uh, you know, he pitched multiple innings. His ERA is a little higher because he would pitch three innings every time he pitched. So like he's not very he his 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 like standard numbers or or his you know traditional numbers aren't great, but like if you look next level, he's thought of a lot more highly by the analytics people. So I find the whole thing hilarious. Yeah, it's... I'd probably go Goose Gossage. <laughs> I think right. Bobby Knight's lost a little bit. I'm going to jump in here. I've got an answer for you. So three and three last year, and then the four previous seasons, two and four. Uh, in the last six games. And then 2011-2012, they were 6-0 and in their final six regular season games. So there you go. Last time they went 4-2 and or better, quite a while ago. And not to mention they still haven't won a game in the ACC tournament. Right. Oh, yeah. They haven't won a conference they tournament have, game they since won. they beat Georgetown in the, in the, in the in Garden. The, yeah, in the yeah. Big East tournament. Yeah. So that's not even in the same conference. I yeah. tend to think if this team goes 9-9 nine and nine and then gets that first game in Brooklyn, they're, probably they're, they're good. They're yeah. good, yeah. And if I you go too. ten and eight and you lose your first one, you're going to be sweating it out to some degree. Again, it depends on who else is on the bubble. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Yeah. All right, let's take a timeout. Uh, when we return, we'll get to today's business. Again, phone lines open for the next twenty minutes until Stephen Weissman joins us to talk some NC State basketball. Keep it here. Orange Nation rolls on right after this on ESPN Radio. Follow us on Twitter, ESPN Syracuse, ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Seth Goldberg. Just about five minutes left in the show. We're brought to you in part by Charles Heating and Air. Still time for... A phone call or two if you'd like to check in at 315-437-7644. NC State's got a very favorable schedule down the stretch. That is that is not the case for Syracuse. NC State could lose this game and end up being just fine. They've got Wake next. They've got BC at home after that. Florida State at home after that. And then on the road at Georgia Tech before closing things out with Louisville. They've got at least three wins They've on that schedule. Yeah. Three very winnable games, if not four. I mean, Florida State's at home, and, and Florida State, we thought they were going to be good. They they really haven't been anything special uh, during ACC play. So I think NC State's going to be just fine should they lose this game tonight. Um, I'm not sure you could say the same thing about Syracuse. And, no. you know, Steve Wiseman uh, talked about it right there about the tempo, and I, I think that is going to be such an important key to tonight. NC State, we know, wants to get up and down the floor. They're averaging ni- uh, 81 points per game, not 91, 81 points per game. Syracuse wants to keep this game in the 60s. Yes, SU is, has has found some offense, found some rhythm. They've scored 78 the last two games. They do not want this to turn into a track meet. They want this to be, you know, a 68-64 game, something along those lines. You know, once you start getting into the 70s, um, advantage NC State. You want You want to play this game in the 60s. Yeah, I mean, Syracuse can't win a track wi- track meet, right? I-, I think that we know that by this point, right? They're not going to win a-, a track meet. They're not going to win a shootout. Uh, they don't have the three-point shooters to get into a shootout. They don't really have the bodies to get into a track meet. They need to, you know, play defense and play at their tempo. They've got to control this game. And if Syracuse can control this game, I think they'll win. If they can control the tempo, if they could slow down NC State, 
Um, I, I think they'll be able to get the win on their home court. But that's a big ask for a team that's been able to do you know what they want against some of the best teams in the country. NC State obviously has played 12 ACC games. Nine of those, they've scored 70 or more points. Three of them, they were held below 70. Not surprisingly, they are 0-3 in those games. They lost at Clemson, scored 62. They lost at Notre Dame, got crushed, only scored 58, lost yep. that game by 30. And then they lost at Virginia by scoring 51. They lost that game by 17. So it uh, it's not a coincidence. When NC State doesn't get to 70, they're, they're probably not, not going to win. So if Syracuse could get, keep this game in the 60s, and I know that sounds simple and to take a you know this is this feels like an even matchup i think the line is about four points su favored by four and a half i saw yesterday i don't know if that's been updated today but it feels like this is essentially a toss-up game and we know vegas gives you you know a three-point edge if you're at home so you know if this was a neutral site game we're talking a you know a point or two it feels like a toss-up su a five-point favorite five-point favorite okay um so i you know i know i'm kind of oversimplifying it to say it comes down to one thing um, but it's a big thing, and I think I think tempo is going to be so very important tonight and all the rest. I mean, SU needs to rebound. We know the stats when SU doesn't win the rebounding battle opposed to when it does. Um, so, I, you know, they got to keep doing what they do and, and play defense and rebound and, and continue this, you know, this newfound efficiency on offense, all of that. But I, I really think so much of this depends on the tempo tonight. Yeah, I, I, again, if Syracuse can slow the game down, play at the pace they want to, uh, I think that they'll have a great chance of winning, and I, I think they will win. If they don't, uh, then NC State could quite literally run away from them, right? If, if NC State gets out too far ahead, uh, it's going to be really difficult for this team to come back for a number of reasons, namely because they don't necessarily have the offensive firepower uh, you know that, that is built to come back from down double digits. Uh, but also, you know, th- this is an NC State team that scores. They, they score a lot of points, and uh, that's going to be an issue for the Orange if they fall behind. And if NC State wins this game, to take it a step further, the Wolfpack could very well run away from Syracuse in the standings. They I mean, they, they would have the, the one-game edge, and then, as I said, a very favorable schedule. I mean, if, if NC State wins tonight, I would be shocked if they didn't get to at least 10 wins in conference. Because, again, they're most likely not losing to Wake, BC, or Georgia Tech. Like, if NC State is legit right they're winning those three they're games winning. and then that gets you to, to 10 and and then you've you know the but, other two but, games are home games against florida state and, and he, he's the only reason i would i would slow down I, I would caution on that is didn't we say the same about syracuse if you're an ncaa tournament team you win at wake you win at georgia tech and, and syracuse found a way to not do either of those um you know i'm not saying that syracuse is better than nc state but uh, you know they're they're in very Here, similar the they're in very similar positions. This and is look, why they're different. They, they went into UNC and they won and they no, won no, on no, a no, neutral no. court. That's not what I was going to say. Syracuse scored fifty one points against Georgia Tech. NC State is not scoring fifty one no. points at Georgia Tech. No. NC State can score the basketball. I, Georgia Tech is that game you're going to kick wanna, yourself over. I was going to say I don't want to say isn't beating NC State because I know in this conference like the you know the home teams winning like seventy percent of the time and it's it's in Atlanta. NC State's better than Georgia Tech, and NC State can score more than 51 points yeah, or 55 Syracuse points. Yeah, better than Georgia Tech? But they can't score. They had a bad if game. you can't score, right. you can't win. Oh, that, yes. You need My more point points. My point is this. They... What is NC State's weakness? NC State's weakness is on the defensive end, not right. the offensive end. Right. I don't think Georgia Tech is good enough to take advantage of that and score 70-plus points. That's NC fair. State yeah. scored 70-plus points yeah. against Georgia Tech. Yeah. And, That's why I say that. Yes. And, you know, this game is a game, given that their weakness is on the defensive side of the ball tonight. That might play into what their weaknesses are. Ten seconds. Quick prediction. Uh, I think SU wins, but I think it's going to be really close. I wouldn't be surprised if NC State covered.
And I guess like a three four point game. Yeah, I think SU wins as well. I'll say uh, I'll say they win by seven. I'll say they cover post game tonight, late night. Yeah, nine o'clock tip. We're out of time. Matt Park coming up next. Have a great day, everybody.